ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and I don't know, the rest of you. It's time for your weekly dose of uh, scripted fighting without pants over a belt. It is time for Eat Sleep Podcast, Repeat FM99, and the Fox's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood alongside Dave Taylor. You, you know, you make it sound like it's the theme from Gilligan's Island and the rest. You know, and the rest, that's, that's yeah. right. So, well, the Professor and Marianne, it's, it's and the rest. Right, exactly. You don't deserve to be introduced with a real noun, a pronoun, if you will. You deserve the rest. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so in case you can't tell, it's a wrestling podcast where Dave and I get a little goofy and uh, get the business out of the way right at the top. There's lots of ways you can find us. Specifically, you can find us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. You go over there and you search for, uh, well, you click the media tab. Right under the media tab, it says ESPR. Boom, links you to our newest episode. And right there, you can find us uh, the link to our SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on TuneIn. You can find us on a lot of major podcast apps. Just search ESPR. We do ask that if you listen, especially on iTunes, please yeah, yeah. give us a five-star rating and a review. Those, it has to be those two things, and they both help us greatly. They help us move up the charts, get more eyes on us. So please, 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 please go ahead and do that. And, of course, share. Share, share, share all the time. And where do you share, you ask? Well, you share from places like Facebook because we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99, and you can email us your thoughts, concerns, comments, fantasies, whatever, ESPR at FM99.com. Boom. Business done. It is time for us to get into episode 67. Yeah! I don't have a fancy thing for 67. It's just a number. Um, it's, it's a prime number. Sure. Is it? Yeah. Sure it is. I, I believe you. I believe you. Um, 67, and this is going to be our Hell in the Cell review. We'll be a little light on the actual week of wrestling this week because we didn't have any huge developments regarding a lot of that stuff. At least nothing that I'm all that excited about. No, I, th there was a really good match in SmackDown that you, this went uh, between AJ Styles and, and Zian. That I, but again, I mean, but we, it's it's not the first time we've seen that match no, recently. No, but, but, yeah, but, but, how but it's AJ, good. Yeah, and how? But which which gives me hope. For, oh yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. And, and how AJ's ended that match? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was great. So good. Um, so, you know, go watch that if you want to. Um, but first, it's time for us to dive into the news. Watch out, news everywhere. Just flying all over the place. First and foremost, read yesterday, it is being reported that Rey Mysterio has officially signed a deal to return to the WWE. He was originally trying to work out an 18-month deal. Uh, now it looks like he's signed a two-year deal, supposedly, with the option of getting out of it at 18 months if he wishes to. So uh, we might be seeing Rey Mysterio back on our television sooner than later. And i got to guess SmackDown. I, I would hope SmackDown. Oh, my God. Can I get AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio? Oh, oh that great. Please, this Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Can I can I get that? I, uh, Andrade Cien Almas versus him. Samoa Joe and uh, Rey Mysterio. I'd love to see some Daniel of these. Daniel Bryan. Daniel, Daniel freaking Bryan and Rey Mysterio. I'd love to see some of these. Because, because I feel the, like we've seen that. With the Miz and Mysterio. Probably yeah. One, we, uh, we did at one time because didn't they fight? Won it over the IC uh, title or something? Or? World title. World title. And Punk came back and, and Cena won the title like an hour. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Like mm, mm, mm. That. Yeah, they did. That was here. <laughs> yeah. That was here. I remember being angry, so angry, and then I remember seeing Punk coming out, and I was so happy. <laughs> like whatever turn. But they could. They could have waited a while. Yeah, they could have. You're right. They blew through a lot of that in one night. I, I but whatever, we got it, Dave. <laughs> yes, yes. I hope he's healthy. And I, he seems to be. You know, he looked in great shape at the All In show. And the All In show, we saw him at the Royal Rumble. We saw him. He's made appearances here and there in big spots, and he's looked good. I, I, I do hope that, I guess, time-wise, if you're saying 18 months, if at least, that, that gives them two WrestleMania matches. Yeah, hopefully. And, I mean, I would think them if, if they get to 18 months and maybe they're a little shy of WrestleMania, I think he'd hang around for a WrestleMania if yeah. he was in something good. So, we'll see. And, I mean, you know, he may – we never know. At this day and age, it's amazing the guys are going as long as they are. Um, they're wrestling longer than you'd expect them to. I mean, we look at guys who retired from wrestling. I think Austin was, what, 37 or something when he retired? 36? Yeah. Like around that age, Rey Mysterio is forty-one or forty or something like that, and he's having arguably the best years of his career. Yeah, and, and AJ the last like two years. But then I say AJ. No, you said Rey Mysterio. Oh, I meant to say AJ. I'm sorry. I meant to say AJ Styles. Oh, so I didn't say AJ. No, I was thinking you said. Rey. Either way, him and Rey both doing great work right now. Samoa Joe, another dude right around forty, doing great work. Shinsuke Nakamura, right around forty. I mean, you got these guys who are older than dudes we grew up with that retired. Well, I think part of it is it's a different style. You know, people complained about the more. But it's almost style. more aggressive in some ways. Like Samoa Joe matches are not a walk in the park. Yeah, yeah and same with Shinsuke with with. The yeah. Strong style. That's it's just amazing. especially if you're one of these guys that comes from NXT. Yeah, I mean, good lord, 
And, I mean, those guys are all in that same kind of group. You know what I mean? Like, Adam Cole's in his mid-30s or early 30s, I think. So, he's yeah. he's still no spring chicken either. I mean, he's got several years left. But, I mean, he's nearing the age that, again, we lost a lot of other guys that retired and whatnot. And I think some of it, too, was the times. Well, Austin had the neck issues. Obviously, which right, 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 for sure. You know, and there are guys that you know we lost, lost edge a couple of years. But ago. I mean, you look at I mean, just look at the state of some of the guys who wrestled back then that didn't even get injured, and there's some of them are still wrestling. But you look at the state of them, and I mean, they're not that much of an age difference between them and some of these guys, and they look terrible. Yeah, you know, they look horrible. It's just it's it's crazy to see this new era of wrestlers who uh, it's a different style dude it's a different style of taking care of yourself it's a different style of eating it's a different style of all sorts and it's a different style of, of, of like exercise well, too they're not doing the same old just going and lift weights yeah i, I, th- I think that's part of it too is, yeah you know because i always think about that with like rock stars and stuff because i think back in the day and they're on the road and they're, they're living hard that they didn't know you know that this stuff 10 years from now 15 years and you know, years from now you're going to be in terrible shape they didn't know ddp yoga was a thing yeah. You know, and you could really elongate your career with that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, injuries happen with some guys, and they have to retire. And we, we yeah, for sure. Stuff. You know, and I, we've you know, and our, our, our bad luck because you know, mm-hmm. who who's in the area we live in, and I, you know, I've met him years ago, and you know, the guys who've just had the bad luck. You know, Austin with the bad luck with the neck. You know, Harley Race was in town years ago, and this his knees. I just felt so bad for the. Guy. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. If you could pick one person for Mysterio to have a dream match with when in his return, who would it be? On the current roster? Current right? roster. And you include NXT in it. Like, we'll say they call him up for a match or something like that. It, it, I, don't know, I don't know why, but it's like Daniel Bryan's the first one that comes to mind, only because the way Daniels has been wrestling in that style, mm-hmm. it's not as, I shouldn't say, ruthless as it was back then. But I, I, I just want to see that and let these guys fly. You know, I, I'm trying to think of somebody from 205 live, but um, like maybe like Cedric Alexander. I'm, gonna go I'm sure it one. would be good. Yeah. I actually don't want to see somebody doing his style. Like in my brain initially, I said like Ricochet. Or so, like, no, I don't want to see. I don't want to yeah. see high flyer and high flyer. I think some of the best matches in the world are when you don't have the exact same style. You know, I'm gonna call a, a, a little bit of an outside pick here. I'm gonna say I would love to see a Rey Mysterio versus Velveteen Dream feud. I, I could see that too, man. because I think yeah. Dream would excel in something like that. Well, because was it Ricochet with it, with it, with the, with, the, with the, how they set that feud up? Yeah. With you know, I could see that same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This could get Valentine Dream some respect. Well, I mean, almost. I would almost. This is me fantasy booking for a moment. You have Rey Mysterio come back, big fanfare, debuts on SmackDown, right? He's the newest draft to SmackDown or Raw or whatever, right? Have Velveteen Dream attack him because he's been wearing the tights to say "Call me up, Vince," and this, that, and the other thing, like he's begging to be called up and i mean provided this is all storyline and whatnot i'd have him attack ray mysterio or something like that and be like i'm over here busting my you know you know ass in nxt and having five star matches being the match of the show blah 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 just waiting for that phone call and this washed up has been walks back in to to you know to the main roster yada yada yada, and then start a profile like that with the two of them where the velveteen dream deserves that spot and ray mysterio can get to the back of the line with all the other washed up has-beens who show up in nxt for about a month and then they disappear you know i remember like when the dudley boys came back you know, which was a big surprise. And then, like, we we all thought that, like, oh, they're going to win the world title. They're going to win the world title. But I thought what, what they did, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people in the leg at the time, but they really boosted the New Day. They were just there to make the other teams look more more look more look legitimate. And, and I wonder if that's going to be Ray's role, because I don't see him, like, winning a title of some kind. You know? I could. I could see him having a short run with the title, depending on how he's, how he's looking when he comes back. I could see him, because I could see them doing again nothing long term he's not going to be a, a year-long champion yeah, or anything but i could see him getting a two three month reign you know a transitional spot or something like that which i mean still i mean it adds to his accolades and he could serve a larger purpose telling a story with somebody else you know um it was just a matter of who and if it, if it, if it works but i agree with you i think he's more at this point his best role is as not a gate well maybe gatekeeper is a good way to put it making sure those young guys are ready for that main event slot yeah. working with Rey mysterio before they take that jump up to the main event you know, because maybe he is a guy like with a Velveteen Dream, or yeah. or maybe uh, Amada, almost almost uh, one of uh, those new guys. Yeah, that just to kind of like keep the matches because some of these guys have had good matches, but okay, on this level, can you can you sustain sustain this? And can you you know I'm going to show you how to do these things. Keep him away from Braun. Yeah. That's what I'm going to ask you for. Yeah. Please keep him away from Braun, because we're either going to get a giant killer storyline, which I don't need with Braun. Let no. Braun be Braun, or. We're gonna get Braun just absolutely destroying Rey Mysterio, and I don't, I don't really want to see that. I've seen it so many times with Big Show and Kali and all yeah, these different guys. Yeah. I don't want to see it again. Yeah, because was it uh, Kalisto? 
or no, it was uh, or was it Sin Cara? Who had the like the dumpster match with? Um, it, I think it was. I think it was Kalisto. Yeah, the drop kicked him off, and yeah, he fell into it, and yeah, 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 which was dumb. (laughs) But like, even him against Shinsuke would be kind of great because you just the style of that, and I think the speed. I could, yeah, I could see that being really good because he's Shinsuke so fast, and Ray obviously can fly over the place. There, there's so much potential. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. (laughs) Stay healthy, my friends. The most obvious man in the in the world. Stay healthy, my friend. Um, Speaking of WWE, uh, they recently met with Impact officials. Yeah, um, they now see the people from uh, TNA came out right and said this does not pertain to a sale of Impact Wrestling. Okay, so just get those rumors out of the way right now because I saw under the comments, even if no, even if you clicked the link, you'd see that it said that, but most people didn't. They stopped right there, and all the comments are like, oh, Vince is getting out his checkbook, Impact Wrestling about to be bought. Not what's happening. Probably a deal to do with, like, uh, more or less the library or something like that, or um, maybe another maybe another swap like they did for their Hall of Fame thing, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love for them to do some kind of talent trade deal. I'd also love it if we could get some kind of joint show. I mean, you had New Japan and Ring of Honor, and, like, I mean, you had all these guys coming together to put on this big show. It was a big success. I'm hoping maybe WWE saw a little bit of that, and they said, hey, look, we're already kind of using TNA as a breeding ground for our stars anyway. <laughs> Why not do this kind of joint program? Because apparently right now, from what I'm reading and seeing, and stuff, people are actually pretty pleased with Impact at the moment. They think they're on the right track. They're actually getting some forward momentum. Yeah. I'm like, wouldn't it be great? They almost take them like the ECW role. Where are they kind of helping them along? Because I mean, competition is good for everybody, and if they kind of have their competition in their pocket, that helps. You know, I mean, them. that was the, like the one thing that happened in the '90s that you know I don't think Vince got a lot of credit for. Yeah, was because he did fund ECW. Yeah, for a time. while. Yeah, um, you know, Smoky Mountain Wrestling when that was around before mm-hmm. he went to ECW and, and USWA, but it wasn't like in the public thing. It's kind of weird that like word got out that this meeting happened. Yeah, the problem is in 2018 you can't hide anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. nothing. Nothing's a secret yeah, anymore. So somebody like, somebody hey. at the front desk will tweet that uh, Ed Nordum, uh, Nordum and Scott Demore were just at the WWE headquarters. Somebody will tweet that. It's just there's no way to stop it. Um, it's the best thing you can do is control the narrative, which is right out of the way, coming out of then saying not denying the meeting happened, not refusing to comment, yeah. saying it's not about a sale. So everybody get that out of your heads right now. I, again, I would really like it for the, if them to do some kind of joint show. I think that'd be fun. But it, it would be weird because, like, I don't see WWE doing that. Not that I don't imagine that, but just the way things are because, like, we're so far up here. Or is it just to right. solidify that, hey, if there's another show that's going to happen, you're not going to do it with these guys. We'll do something with you. Maybe, maybe it could be that. Right, right something along those lines. And here's my thing. If you're Impact, I understand that your desire to, to really build into the number two company, which I'm sorry you're not. No, not right now. Um, you're far behind. Um, I'm sorry, I'd say Ring of Honor is closer to number two than you are, and I don't even think they're number two. I don't think there legitimately is a number two at the, the moment. They're, they're, they're probably like a number three is where it starts. A- NXT yeah. is number two, and they're their own company. So they, um, I would say I could – because a lot of people would be like, oh, well, nobody wants – they're not going to want to do that because WWE's not going to book themselves to look like the losers. You know what I mean? They're not they're not going to book themselves to in a situation where like their their main event guy is not losing to their main event guy. You know, it's an impact main event guy, and that's true. It's probably a hundred percent true. You go in this probably make the assumption that put Roman Reigns against I don't know choose somebody from Impact. You know what I mean? I I, I can't tell you half the roster at the yeah, moment because yeah, I just don't yeah, watch that much Austin anymore. Aries, sure, we'll go with Austin Aries, right? <laughs> um, we can pretty much assume that. Oh my God, I'd love to see Pentagon. I'd, I'd, that'd be so good. But uh, say Roman Reigns versus Austin Aries. We can pretty much assume just that Roman Reigns is going to get the win. Yeah. Okay? But I don't care. The sheer fact that Impact would be in the ring with WWE superstars looking competitive would raise Impact stock. It would get their eyes. It would get them in front of more eyes than they've ever been in front of before. And it would automatically raise their stock as being seen even somewhat close to equal with WWE. It's like when uh, WCW used to do the old new, uh, the Japan shows. Yeah, where they'd link up with them. You knew that they were going to protect their own guys to a certain degree, but it didn't matter. It introduced you to these guys you weren't familiar with, and it raised everybody's stock in the long run. That was either the one thing that you know it it wasn't like the heyday of WCW, but they had that, and when they had like these world 
you know, tag tournaments or whatever. Yeah. And there'd be all these guys that like, like I never seen before mm-hmm. in the tournament. But I, I remember like seeing like, you know, a Crispin Wall for the first time or, uh, you know, the few other guys that, but this, he just stood out because I was like, wow, he's just like a dynamite kid, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. This is, you yeah. Know, early nineties. It, it would be interesting. I just, I just, would the WWE pull the trigger on that or would they, uh, you know, or is it a challenge exchange or is it something else? Yeah. Or, or does and again, I really, I honest to God, I think it's, it's just something about like footage. Impact, right? Because I mean, you've seen them using pictures and footage from TNA when they talk about like AJ Styles' career and yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. So Hardys. it's it's entirely possible that that they're just going that route, maybe renewing some licenses they were using or something like that. Well, you know, you, you mentioned that because when they had the like Jeff Jarrett, you know, did the thing, and then like the Hardy special on the network, which I do recommend watching. They had a lot. They had like the whole you know, deletion, you know, uh, Matt Hardy stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Total the, the, the deletion episode. Yeah. And then they, you know, they mentioned Global Force Wrestling or whoever owned it at the time, right? You know, and they credit all them. So maybe, maybe there's just some of that going on. Hey, we want footage of Samoa Joe. Uh, you know, we need this of AJ. Maybe we need Kurt Angle stuff. Shoot, now you need Bobby Lashley stuff. Yeah, because I mean, Lashley wrestled more in TNA than he did in WWE, technically. Yeah, because it's been um, ten years. So you know, for people who don't follow TNA, they're like, who's this guy? You know, yeah, I think that guy could be part of his problem now. Uh, and I, I really think because my thought process is at some point sooner than later they're going to do a Kurt Angle DVD. And you have to have his TNA footage yeah. to include his best stuff. Yeah, he because he wrestled for them way longer than he wrestled for WWE, and he had some amazing matches there. You need it if you're really going to do justice to his career. Uh, Sting stuff, too. Sting, exactly. I mean, there's so many guys they can use the library yeah. for. So many guys. So we'll see what happens there. there. Mm. <laughs> um, moving right along, uh, Alexa Bliss had to pull out of her scheduled Mixed Match Challenge match. Uh, due to an arm injury, um, with so Braun Strowman has been uh, has a new teammate Ember. Uh, I didn't watch the match. I don't know if they won. You know, I, I missed that one. I know it was on. Uh, yeah. Bring it up while we're in here. Okay, uh, I will. I, I will say this: he did uh, release a nice, like, kind of like a, a very emotional message. The fact because they had such great chemistry. You want to talk about two people that? Yeah, you know, there's a couple of teams. You know, is them and uh, Mandy Rose and Goldust. I thought had like the best chemistry in that mixed match uh, tournament the first time around, you know, and I thought uh, Oscar and the Miz kind of did too, uh, just because their personalities were completely different. It just worked out so well because the Miz just kind of ran with it. But, um, but the fact that, uh, you know, it kind of changed, I'm kind of happy for Ember because it gets her into the tournament. But, um, you know, for Braun, he kind of missed a big part of somebody he liked working with. It looks like, oh yeah, for sure. It looks like, I mean, who wouldn't want to work with Alexa Bliss? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, it looks like uh, Ember and Strowman got the win over uh, whoever they were facing, Natalia and Kevin Owens. Okay. Um, which good because Team Pause is just the worst. Uh, which is <laughs> even weirder now because if Braun's a bad guy, it's it's a weird team. That's just some. I mean, I, I get it because sometimes there's faces and heels on the same team. Yeah. Because I think it was Elias and uh, and Bailey around the team last year and. It's just, you know, so it, it, that makes it a little bit weirder. No, I agree. I agree. So that happened, and then you had another match that was, I believe, AJ and Charlotte defeating Naomi and Jimmy Uso. Um, I haven't seen them yet. Apparently, the AJ and Charlotte, Naomi, and Jimmy match was better than the other one. Okay. Um, but still worth seeing, I think. Uh, they both are rated as there's some funny stuff in both of them and whatnot. So I'm definitely going to watch it. I just didn't get to this week. Yeah. We've had a lot going on here at the station. There's been some <laughs> changes, some mix-ups, some, some other stuff happening. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm just shaking things around. Uh, so I got to get to watching that. But there you go. So those were the results from that. Um, but it is a bummer she won't be in it. WWE announced Crown Jewel. That's going to be happening in Saudi Arabia on November 2nd. Um, yeah, I, right I, after I, Evolution. Yeah. Why? Because they need something before Survivor Series to build up to. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not sh- like... Okay, this is great if you got the network. Because remember, for a while we didn't have any of these big shows. Yeah, and we kind of complained because we we get a house show occasionally. I'm I'm only going to be excited about this if Super Showdown in Australia turns out to be really good. If if Super Showdown turns out to be really good, I'm on board for this. If it doesn't, if it turns out to be just like um, the Saudi Arabia show, the, n- uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah, if it turns out to be just like the Greatest Royal Rumble, get out of here. I'm done with these things at that point. Like, because you know, uh, it, it it needs to be better than that. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be happening. I still, I the still card, question. The card, though, is pretty good for the Australian show, right? Well, it's funny because they're doing the all-female show on October twenty-eighth, and then what? Four days later, uh, they're doing an all-male show because Saudi Arabia won't let them females wrestle. Yeah. Hmm. 
kind of undercuts your we're going to do an all-female show because four days later we're going to do a network special for just the guys. I mean, I'm just saying, I feel like the, you could have moved it to a different time frame, not four days, not within a week of the women's move, yeah, the pay-per-view. You know, you know maybe, maybe they had this date for a while, and then, and then you know, looking at the pay-per-view counter, while well, they're trying to figure it out. And it's weird how they're building up evolution, uh, a revolution. They're now. really not much. Well, well, with, this, with the Ronda segment on Raw Monday. Uh, yeah, kind of. You know, it's like, oh, oh, they're all going to be in the six-person tag match. and. You know, but there's no. It's it's weird how they've been announcing matches for this because it's like, okay, we're gonna wrestle now. We're gonna talk. About well, see, but that's show. another problem I have is they're not really doing really good build for Evolution. Evolution's not getting a ton of build time, and I get that it's still like a month and a month and change away. Yeah. You can start doing a little bit of a better job. You because you really can start doing a little more with these, making it seem a little more exciting and serious. Because my problem is that we've already gotten better. Uh, promotion for Undertaker and Triple H at Super Showdown yeah. than we've gotten for our last three pay-per-views. I'm concerned that Crown Jewel will get more of the promotional hype, and those story those matches will get more precedence over promoting the Evolution stuff. What they already announced, and when we talk about Raw, but uh, was it Braun and and, uh, and Roman and, and Brock and the Triple Threat? Which yeah, like, makes no sense because if you're Braun and you're Roman. Well, Roman, you, you can't really. But if you're Braun, you're like, why is this a Triple Threat? Like, well, I, Brock never got his rematch, yeah. so. That's like why I cash in my belt and my match got screwed. Yeah, technically speaking, Braun's not entitled to a rematch. So, yeah, we'll get into that. By the way, um, we had that. Uh, yeah, a little bit of sad news here. Matt Hardy saying he's retiring. Um, not a big surprise. Not a big surprise. Uh, we we had noted on multiple occasions. He's kind of shown a lot of hints and tweets lately. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But he, <sighs> when you see him move. I've I've thought this for a long time now, but when you see him move, he looks like he's in pain. He because I've I've heard that he's had hip problems for a long time due to yeah. a lot of the stuff he's done. And when you see him walk and run, you can kind of tell because he's got that kind of bow legged thing going on. He looks like he's just got to some discomfort. I just I feel for the guy in that regard. I'm glad he gets out while he can still move around. You know what I mean? But and I'm glad he got to do his, his woken, you know, broken whatever character at least one time in WWE I, before. You know, I, 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 I'm I kind of happy that he got to come back and not saying like he left on his own terms, but it kind of like almost feels that way. It's like, hey, I got this character. Let me do this. And then I'm going to be done. And and I think it worked out. I mean, it kind of got weird at the end because I don't think they knew what to do with it. Maybe it was just more of like passing the torch and, right. you know, with the, with the B team or just somebody to get over. Right. Or say, screw that up. But uh, but maybe that was his way of him going out, and then I, I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with Bray. But well, supposedly Bray tweeted something recently that hints that he's disappearing for a little while, and he's gonna have a new stable when he comes back. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Bray will be more of a force when he comes back. I hope so. He really needs to. Have, the sheer fact that Bray's been around this long and has not had a world title run blows my mind. Oh, he has. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, he, he has. Yeah, he it took him forever, and yeah. it was hokey yeah, when it happened. It was the worst match at WrestleMania you could possibly have. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Maybe this. Gets I don't know about the worst ever. Um, there were some pretty bad ones at WrestleMania in a couple of different years, Dave. There's some pretty bad ones. I, I immediately think of the Ultimate Warrior and Triple H. Um, well, I'm talking title matches, though. Okay, fair enough. It's a really bad title match. I'd be hard-pressed hard to find a worse title match at WrestleMania. Yeah, because there, no, there's been some bad WrestleMania matches. I, I think the Boogeyman against uh, oh, for sure. uh, and Booker T and, yeah. and, and uh, uh, his wife. Charmel, yeah. yeah. Um, there's been tons of bad ones. Wasn't there the wasn't the big boss man Undertaker Hell in a Cell? Yes. That was not good, yeah. and then it was really offensive at the ending. Yeah, um, the the yeah. and then um, uh, uh, and Giant and Gonzalez and the Undertaker. I mean, criminy. Oh, yeah. You know that was terrible. Yeah, I I saw that rematch at Russell. Oh at, God, at, at, why? Sum, at SummerSlam '93 when I was at that show live. Why? Uh, that, why would you do that to yeah, yourself? That was a terrible match. Well, because there's other matches on her. I guess Paul Bear came back. You know, that's in the belt. Toing, and then here comes Paul Bear. And, it's well, like it's like you were there, isn't it, folks? So uh, that's, that's ever. That's all I've got for uh, for the news right now. So we'll take a short break, and we will come back. And when we do, we will dive into Hell in a Cell. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. 
We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. And we're back, and it is time to dive into Hell in a Cell, which was this past weekend. And um, on the kickoff show, we had the New Day versus Rue Seven Eight in English. It went down about like I thought it was going to. Yeah, I was I was wrong on this because uh, I because obviously now we know where the, the Rusev team is. Yeah, but um, I, I expected more, but it's more of an angle than a match. You know, it's, you know, yeah. the New Day looked great, but I just kind of ticked me off. But it was all about the Rusev Aiden thing. Yeah, oh, they got bad communication, and it's just like... And I'm sorry, and again, first of all, I think Aiden is just... is The idea I'm supposed to buy Aiden as a threat to Rusev is yeah. ridiculous. But on top of that, they have yet again blown through this uh, this storyline yeah. in a matter of a week. I mean, they got back together, they were on the same page, they lost one match, Aiden's out, Aiden's the bad guy. It's like, wow, guys, you couldn't slow down a little bit, show the slow turn by Aiden. That's what gets people invested when they see it coming. Yeah. They can see it building. They can, there's these little hints along the way. Well, I mean, a little bit of that SmackDown when he was yelling at the guy and Lana was behind him. Well, that, But that's how he turned heel was yeah. right then. We knew, okay, boom, he's a heel. Yeah. The attack was later and it was unnecessary because we already knew he was a heel. Yeah. It's like, okay, and it seemed that? ridiculous. Why attack Rusev? You were just begging Lana not to tell him. So why would you go out of your way to attack him? Like it just, uh, mm, mm. but anyway, okay. It, it, it's a shame what's happened though because they were so liked. Yeah. And, and whatever reason they just said, well, this has momentum. This is not our plan. This is going to be whatever. Well, I think they were fine with it, but I just don't think they had an idea that involved Aiden. Yeah. I don't think they had anything for Aiden. I mean, Rusev Day can still be a thing without a doubt. Yeah. I really don't think Aiden was too big of a part of Rusev Day. Uh, well, but, well, it, well, I kind of was though because when you heard a <clears throat> no, I dude, I muted it every time, or I or I fast forwarded. I didn't care that about that part. Him. Was kind of fun, like the intro of the match because they went back. You, and forth. Dave, you want to talk about you? You're like, oh God, Shinsuke is just waste so much time. Finn wastes so much time. I gotta listen to this guy half ass sing. It's Rusev Day. After dragging it out forever. Yeah, I'm purposefully trying to sing obnoxiously. Um, After dragging it out forever. Forever. It takes forever. And then we get the entrance. That was a waste of my time. You know, Rusev Budria, Rusev Matka. Yeah, that's what I was excited for. As soon as that happened, I was in. But you could take Aiden and just get out of here. Um, I haven't cared about Aiden English since the Vaude Villains debuted on the main roster. Yeah, I did like the Vaude Villains. I loved them in NXT. They were amazing. They, 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 they still dropped the ball on that. And, and maybe Simon, I don't, well, Simon you know Gunch what? was... The, I'm not sure they dropped the ball on it so much as I just don't think an act like the Vaude Villains is going to work on the main roster. They need like these crazy vignettes where they need to be like... They did need some vignettes. They need like yeah. 1930s like, showmen. All right, I have the, you know, like the old... Like, but uh, you know, at the same the, time... Like, the little at the, to be the strong man or whatever. The right, at the same time, but you'd get people complaining about the stupid vignettes that just make them seem corny and yada, yada, yada like they've done with so many other characters. The main roster, that sort of thing doesn't work. The charm gets lost on the main roster for some reason. I think it's because, the, I, I honest to God, think it's because of the crowds. Because it's easier to win over 1,000 people in the NXT arena yeah. than it is to win over 15,000 people on a weekly basis. Because you got more casual fans in there. You right. have, I mean, you do get smarter well, it, But though. I mean, you get, you get 20 people chanting in an NXT arena, and that can turn into a chant. Yeah. You know? You get... 20 people chanting at Raw, and it doesn't even pick up. Like, you can't even hear it. You know? Like, uh, you maybe hear one person yelling, and you can't tell what they said. You know, because we're too busy chanting JBL or whatever. Um, I just don't think things like that work on the main roster. I really think there are some acts that should not move to the main roster. I think they should just stay NXT acts. Because I don't think they'll work up there. I, I really... I'm slightly concerned for people like... Like, I don't think Kyrie Sane's act is going to go over well on the main roster. I, the pirate princess thing just doesn't... No, which is, there's which nowhere to go with that. It's a shame because this, her style is so unique. It's oh yeah, her moon's got this unique style. Yeah, and and some of it works and some of it hasn't yet. Cause I, I don't think they fully got it. I, I, I think sometimes not stalled, but I think guys that Vince will get behind big time are like heavy machinery. Yeah, big dudes that are entertaining and you know what I mean can can I mean go out there and have an entertaining match if not a five star match. Um, I think Vince will love those guys, especially Dozer. That dude is that dude's so funny. I love that guy. 
Um, you know, and it should have been a sign right here that New Day is going to face the bar at yeah, the, uh, which I'm okay with. The show, yeah, I'm, I'm good for yeah. that. Maybe which that's a great match again, even though the bar doesn't have none, nothing to deserve that title match, whatever. Um, I'll take it because it's the bar and you know New Day. Okay, so let's finally dive into Hell in a Cell. We haven't even started yet, really. We got okay. The official start to the pay per view was Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell match, which by the way is red now. Yeah. Which I don't know how I feel about. Like it's some sometimes I was like, oh, it's kind of a cool Maybe look. That's why they met with TNA, because they had the red cage. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there were times where I was like, that's kind of a cool look. And then there were times where I'm like, mm, this looks kind of dumb. It's kind of hard on the eyes a little bit. It is a little hard on the eyes. Like I prefer the uh, for something about the old school steel, just gray look that almost looks menacing, you know, dark and, and yeah. That's kind of how it's supposed to come across. It so had to be production reasons. And, uh, I'm sure it was. You know, I'm sure. They're gonna look back at this going. Uh, maybe they just wanted to try it. They were like, you yeah. know, let's just do something a little different. We haven't changed this mat. We haven't changed this thing in 20 years. Yeah. Let's change it a little bit. And so they just went with the color change, which you did it. And I mean, I'm not gonna complain if it's red again next year. I just, eh, you know. Um. Anyways, the match was good. Hardy and Orton. Uh, Hardy and Orton had a good match. You were, you were concerned about that last week. I was a little concerned. It was a little concerned. Balls to the wall. Yeah, they had a really good match. Um, they ended up, and you know what? I was concerned about Jeff's bump, but they went about as safe as they could yeah. on that bump, and it still looked good. It still looked really impressive. Um, lots of weapons. Uh, the screwdriver through the ear. Actually, what's fun? The funny part about that is I didn't bother Jeff at all. I'm sure, but the crowd reacted to it beautifully. Yeah. Well, when's the last time we? I mean, that that's that's. Unique that attitude error. I mean that that's Dick the Bruiser. That's yeah. the chic error. That's, that, that's Abdul the Butcher. They did a good job. With, Randy Orton did a good job in this match of coming across as more as vindictive, yeah. uh, which which is good, especially when Jeff had the fall and he's screaming at the referee to do his job and count yeah. the pin and stuff like that. I was like, nice, nice. The only thing that would have sold it a little more for me is if, and again, this is just me fantasy booking in my head. I still thought it was good, right? Is you know the ref's like no he's hurt he's hurt he's hurt Orton shoves the ref and goes no he's not hurt yet and then he backs up and does the boot <laughs> to the head you know what yeah, I mean yeah. then he's like count it you know what I mean drags the referee down with him like that would have come across as just vicious yeah. you know but again I still liked the ending and I thought it was a good match and and this kind of persona fits Orton yeah kind of you know, this is what we I think kind of missed from him at times. this is essentially the more mature version of his legend killer act. Yeah. You know, yeah, because I, I enjoyed that. That was cool. oh my god, it was great. It was one of the best things going at that time. Yeah. So, uh, but good match. Randy Orton getting the win. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Boo the woo. Boo, boo the woo. <laughs> Those signs being confiscated at the arenas now. Um, I thought it was a good match. I thought they had a really good match, and the right person won. Yeah, yeah. You the, know, the, the finally, you know, and and she won clean. Yeah, that which was good. Well, because that was something that, like, when like Alexa was champion, that where she would w- win clean, you know, it'd be one move with it, but she'd still finish them off. And the fact that Becky can beat Charlotte clean says a lot with how much faith they have in this character. Right. The one thing that bothers me is that I'm worried that coming back to this later, um, the the SmackDown the next the ne- well the next SmackDown two days later, Becky went back into heel mode. Where she was being obnoxious, and she was like, "No, I don't want you." She goes, "Now you come out here and raise my hand." No, you know what? I want you to come out here and put the belt on me. You know what? That's that's heel stuff. That's I, I kind of like that though. I didn't. I, I, it's I more of the Charlotte being like, "I beat you." It's like this is like all the stuff you've done to me. You should be doing this for me now because I beat you. Right, but see, Charlotte never made her put the belt on her or anything like that. That never. See, I say it doesn't really carry any water in that regard. I mean, now don't get me wrong. I'm fine with her dressing down Charlotte. And, and talking smack to her. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm did, fine yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I just like those comments come across as just straight heelish. And you're just like, but stop. Like, I would have been fine with it Like, if she'd pulled something to been like, it's even like, again, you can go this kind of Austin route and be like, you can come down here and try and raise my hand right now. I'm not promising I'm not going to take your arm home with me, though. Like, that's Austin-esque, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Austin, you come on in here if you feel like it, but I'm not promising I'm not going to drop your ass with a stunner. You know what I mean? It's something along those lines. That's Austin-esque. The way she did it, oh, come in here and put the belt on me. Come in here and raise my arm. That's heel stuff. That's the Miz. That's, you know, that's Million Dollar Man. That's. But, but I think that was carrying after the match on Sunday because, you know, because Charlotte wanted to do that. And then back. Right. No, I get it. So, but so again, she escalates like, it from, come out here and raise my hand now. Oh, come out here and put the belt on me. Like she escalates it from that. You know what I mean? Again, I just feel like they're riding more the heel line than the tweener line with her. People still chant. Oh, of course they are because people don't want to boo her. Like I get that, but that's my point: is don't why push that line? Let her be the tweener, if nothing else. Yeah. Well, well it, what's going to be interesting is because she's only fought, you know, Charlotte. That they she hasn't fought anybody else to kind of 
you know, help you decide, okay, you know, is she really a heel? You know, she hasn't yeah. taken out like a Naomi or an Oscar, take out somebody that people like mm-hmm. to, to kind of, you know, be, oh, she is really a heel. What's funny is I still think no matter who she's against, she's going to get cheered because people love Becky. Yeah. I think the only exception there might be Asuka, and that's if they heat Asuka back up. Otherwise, people just won't care enough about Asuka to, to yeah. boo Becky. Yeah, that's the problem. Nobody gives a crap about Asuka at the moment. No. And that's no. a bummer because she's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Stone Cold Becky Lynch, what I'm calling and I like that idea. I like that idea. Um, up next, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose for the Raw Tag Team titles. Another good match, especially down the stretch. Got really good. Um, and you had uh, the right team winning, really. Uh, yeah. Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler retained the belt after about t- almost 23 minutes. Of I, I think you, know, you and I went back and forth on this, thinking that like the Shield was going to win. So they like, we have all the belts. And then uh, Thought about it. Yeah. 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 But that's good. I, I, what I do like with this is that um, that didn't happen, but then you know it does give these guys some momentum. because I Right, because that. I don't want that to just have been a hot shot off the B team to get it right on the shield. Yeah, because uh, it, it develops a prop in this situation if that's the case. Mm-hmm. So, is that the match of the night, you'd say? I don't know. I'd really have to go back and think about match of the night because i got to be honest, to that point, it was probably still Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy for me Okay. because I thought they put a really good match on. Um, it was about as brutal as it can get in WWE standards these days, and I thought they worked really well together. Um, I, But I, you know what? The next match, actually, I really enjoyed too. i got to be honest. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, I thought yeah. they put on a great match again. And the finish, you know what? Normally these kind of finishes annoy me, but this one was done really well. This one was done really well because nobody looked bad. Yeah. Because Joe had the coquina clutch in. AJ did the rollover thing. Um, Joe doesn't look – what happens is the ref sees the rollover and goes to count the pin because Joe's shoulders are down. But the ref misses AJ tapping out on Joe's side before the three count, after like two before three. First of all, everybody did the, played their parts beautifully in this yeah. in this finish. Secondly, again, Joe doesn't look dumb for not releasing the coquina clutch because he felt the tap before the three count, yeah. right? Then uh, AJ, I mean, obviously in his mind, he's he's half unconscious. He's he's just he's tapped, but he thinks that he got the pin first. And the ref doesn't look bad because he is in position for that pinfall that just yeah. happened and doesn't see the tap. And so all of them look well, look good for this. And I'm okay with that finish. You know what I mean? Now, what's funny is at first I hated it. At first, I, I shouldn't say I hated it. At first, I didn't love it. But then they show you the camera angle where you can see the tap, and I was like, oh, okay, that was well done. Well, the only thing, I, I have no problem with this finish, um, but what, what drives me nuts about this is that, like, AJ's reign sometimes, I never feel is taken serious that he can convincingly beat somebody that it takes. Like, oh, I know. Action. He convincingly beat a lot of people. Well, like, but the Shinsuke, like, you know, because they had the, the kick in the balls or whatever. Yeah. But that, but down. see, it wasn't that he couldn't convincingly beat Shinsuke. It was that Shinsuke was doing that to him. So he was just fighting fire with yeah. fire. Yeah. With the double count out in the Saudi Arabia. Right. No, I get that. I get that. They're, they're, they're stretching it sometimes to find ways to keep the feuds going. And, and a little bit with this, but I mean, I, I, hey, I'll, I'll keep watching these guys wrestle. I'm fine with that. I was fine with this ending. This, to me, this was a good way because Joe is seen like a destroyer. He keeps putting yeah. AJ on his back and everything like that and choking him out. So it's like, it was AJ trying to adapt to that yeah. and getting the pin, but it's still, again, Joe has a rightful complaint. Again, Joe doesn't look weak here because Joe should have won. So Joe has a, a justifiable claim, I should be the champion yeah. right now, which can then influence him to be more violent. Well, And, and he knows that he can get AJ to tap out, which their rematch does not make any sense because it's like no DQ, no count out, whatever. But no DQ would have made sense after the first match yeah, yeah. where AJ got himself DQ'd. <laughs> Like it would have made sense then. Yeah, it, yeah. This stipulation does not make any sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Still I thought you know, eight or uh, Samoa Joe could win. I thought that the stipulation would end up, when he's talking to Paige, I'm like, I figured the stipulation might end up being something like submission, yeah, or something like that, so that AJ couldn't get lucky like that. That would have made more sense to me. Yeah. Um, but they didn't go that route. And again, the no DQ just seems silly. It's like they already had a no DQ, so they yeah. just had to find a reason to say it was no DQ, and so it didn't make a lot of sense. But Joe showed great emotion about that like he's his facial expressions and his emotion have been perfect because he's quietly angry and intense when he's supposed to be and when he's justified like in in being furious about something he seethes and it comes across as believable well that's why i liked on smackdown like one of the highlights was was him coming out at, at the end of the match and just you know, kind of blindsiding aj and aj did fight back and joe kind of retreated but it wasn't like a, like a heel just or you know coward kind of heel it's just like okay i got my marks in and then you're coming back i'm just 
yeah, I'm not going away, coward. I'm just, I'm done with you. And right. I'm going to get you another time before you even know it. Right. Um, it, by the way, this kind of goes back to the CM Punk Daniel Bryan matches when they had all those great matches mm-hmm. when they were champions. And they had one of those matches end that way. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The S lock and yeah, or, uh, was it the S lock? Yeah. yeah. And then Punk rolled him up, but then Punk tapped at the same time. And but God, those matches were good. Yeah. Oh, they were really good. I mean, look who was in the match. Yeah. I mean, you know, just as much as I complained about CM Punk being a whiner and yada yada yada, and he was he was great in the ring. Yeah. Um, up next was Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. Clunky spots in the match, some stuff that wasn't perfect or crisp or anything like that, but I thought the story was good. Uh, I enjoyed more, the story. This is more story than match. Well, and we said that beforehand. Yeah. It would be more sizzle than steak. Yeah. It would be more flash than actual match. Um, and it was. Yeah, we got what we expected with that. But it was good. And, and it was fun. The feud going as we saw. Them. And I loved that. It kept the, it, it, They did the right thing, and they kept Miz and Maurice with the win, yeah. which is what I wanted. I, it was another way for them to get the win without making Brian look bad here. And I thought that was good because he, he. This really was not his fault that they lost. It was the roll through on Maurice on Bree, and that's what I said was this is a way for them to pin Bree yeah, yeah. without beating Mitt. Without said, being, I'll, I'll give you credit because I thought it's going to go the other way. No, and I and I thought it was too while I was you watching know, it. Bree was going to win, and then it's like okay, you know, and Miss is like, well, you didn't beat me, kind of thing, right? Yeah, you know, and, yeah. And had that that would have made sense too, but I like this because they keep the heat on both of, of yeah. Miz and Maurice. They're not taking the heat away from any of them, and again, it gives Giant a Giant Brian more justification in his like being furious about just I can't put the Miz away I can't deal with this nagging thing that's been on my back for years now see and I, that's why I, the timing of the match they had the number one contenders match makes me tell me that AJ is going to retain and the Miz is going to win now very possibly but they could also be booking for a dream match between AJ Styles and Brent Daniel Bryan yeah. I mean that would be a hell of a match yeah it also could mean that Daniel Bryan's going to win and Samoa Joe's going to win the title which again dream match yeah Either one of those scenarios is a dream match. Don't get me wrong. I'll take Miz versus either guy, too. But I'm thinking that Daniel Bryan gets the win. Now, what they may do is Daniel Bryan gets the win, goes to the match, Miz costs him, and it continues their feud. Yeah. You know, something along those lines. I kind of see that. Right. WrestleMania is the payoff of whatever stipulation it is. But there's, you know, either match or or somehow Daniel Bryan's or the Miz is the champion at some point. Right. You know. I can see something like that. A lot of pos- SmackDown's yeah. got it going on right now. SmackDown does have it going on right now. Ronda Rousey versus uh, Alexa Bliss was next for the Raw Women's Championship. I got to be honest, better match than the first time around. Yeah, competitive. Finally. Competitive. Well, and they did a good job. I don't think they did a good job setting it up beforehand because it was really only like one week. But they did a good job in the match of excelling her rib injury and whatnot, and giving that giving an Alexa edge. What well, Ronda selling helps. Oh my God, she sold great. She sold great. What's funny is everybody's dogging her about the arm injury like it's her fault. First of all, nobody knows that. We don't know. This could have been something Alexis had a problem with, and it's just gotten to the point where it has to be dealt with. Secondly, if it did happen in the Ronda match, it doesn't mean that Ronda did anything wrong to hurt her. It just means that maybe something went wrong. It happens to everybody. Samoa Joe did the freaking injury. the, no, he did that. He uh, injured Tyson oh, Kidd. Tyson completely Kidd. Uh, completely yeah. accidental and by yeah. pure chance. The move the move went perfectly. Tyson Kidd has no ill will towards Samoa Joe. No pros think Joe did anything wrong. Yeah. It's just sometimes that's the way it goes. You hurt yourself. It just happens. And, I mean, if you think that she hurt her arm in that arm bar, you're out of your mind. Now, this is also entirely possible. This is all storyline. You know, it's it, entirely possible. It, it, it could be on that, and, and yeah, but, we'll which, see. Which is you know interesting because how people react. Like, oh, you know, Ronda's you know careless. Oh, she's sloppy. Her. She's blah blah. First of all, she's uh, been doing this for less than a year, yeah. and she's already doing it at, at, at a. I I'm sorry. She already does this at a higher like level than like Alicia Fox. Like I'm yeah. sorry. I I you want to talk about somebody who I think has been sloppy and been sloppy for years? Look at Alicia Fox. Good Lord, she's going to kill somebody with that axe kick one of these days. That thing is horrible. Well, and I think part of that, and I'm, I'm not going to defend Alicia Fox on this, but it was a different style. I think she's been brought up on, you know, back. Oh, when I'm the, sure. When era, you know, I'm sure, but she's got the, the you know, she's got the so tall that those legs are so long. I mean, I get it, but then maybe don't do that move if you can't yeah. do it without making it look risky, without without it being a risky move, then don't do it. You know, and I mean, her other moves is it just she does not look like she's do she looks. Sloppy when she does a lot of moves, and I'm always watching Alicia Fox matches going, ah, ugh. like I just because stuff looks like it hurts. I love her personality. I love her personality too. With, with her, and again, I'm not saying she is sloppy necessarily. It's just the way it looks. Yeah. And again, same story with Ronda. I don't think Ronda's necessarily sloppy in a lot of these positions. I think it just looks that way sometimes because she's awkward. Well, it's uh, those arm bars, those arm drags where she's throwing them around. Yeah, well, they're more hip tosses yeah. than arm drags. Just- now, is it possible she hurt her with one of those arm, those hip tosses? Sure, it's possible. Yeah. 
but she's done those things a million times since she started. And nobody's gotten hurt. Yeah, I, but you know, this could be like a storyline, like you said, this to sell yeah. the match and that you know, hundred percent. The real catch will be if she has to back out of her match with Trish Stratus. If she has to back out of her match with Trish Stratus, then it's not a storyline because that's a big match for them. So if that happens, then we can be like, okay, then something happened there. She's injured. But again, she takes off the brand. This line. I think I think people were way too harsh on Ronda for that. Way too harsh. Uh, And then we closed out the show, which, by the way, thank you, WWE, for making this four hour pay-per-view seven matches long because every match had room to breathe. I didn't feel like anything was rushed. I didn't feel like we we did. And we and we didn't need a bunch of filler. No, no. The matches had time to breathe. They didn't add a match because we they had time to fill. And yeah, some and it went good. It. Can we stick with this formula instead of eleven matches? Because this worked way better. I think there's something to be said. We've been pretty harsh the last few pay per views. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about this formula: seven matches, which is what you gave a three hour pay per view, and it still worked out beautifully. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you could do seven eight. Still got a lot of filler though. I mean, there was definitely filler, but there wasn't nearly yeah, as much. Well, I mean, I've seen more filler on a three hour yeah. show. You know, so I'm like, I, 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 this is, I, I was fine with this. You give me seven, eight matches for each of these pay-per-views, I'm way more invested. Way more invested. Because I know I'm not going into this being like, all right, well, this is going to be a quick squash. You know what I mean? Well, because like they... SummerSlam with the yeah, well, it's like you're like, squash matches we had. Yeah, you're like, oh, they've got uh, 14 other matches to get to tonight, and they've got an hour and a half left, yeah, so... That was the thing, because, like, SummerSlam always had that special feel, and didn't have it this No, year. it just didn't have it. Yeah, it just didn't have it. But, but um, how the card this turned out to be. Yeah. Um, and then actually, what I'm going to say was probably my least favorite match of the night, which is a bummer because I've liked their feud previously, their matches. Uh, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman in a Hell in a Cell for the WWE Universal Championship with Mick Foley as a special referee. It was kind of pointless. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I get why Mick was there because it's a twenty-year anniversary, yada yada yada. And he really, yeah, no, he had by the way, can we stop rolling out Mick Foley every time somebody's got a Hell in a Cell match for him to come out and cut this promo about how dangerous it is and yada yada yada? Like, I get it, I do, I really do, but like, he can't. After a while, it's just like hearing a teacher go on and on and on, and, or like your grandpa go on and on and on and on about something he's told you before, and you're like, yeah, we get it. Fell through the cage, fell off the cage. Your put life it, changes forever. Careers are shortened. Put it in the promo. Yeah. And then you can shorten it up. Well, but my thing is, like, there's other people who have been in Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah. Bring other people out. Let them talk about it. Well, obviously, Taker's not, but, you know, Batista's had some. You know, Brock's not going to. Well, let, let, Taker, let Taker talk about one. Let, let Batista talk about one. Uh, let you through the cage or whatever. Let, um, <laughs> let, uh, <laughs> let, uh, uh, Paul Heyman talk yeah. for Brock Lesnar or something like that. Yeah. Let him come out and talk about Do you think you think you understand a Hell in a Cell match? My client Brock Lesnar, you know, he can go on, you know, and talk about Lesnar's experiences in a Hell in a Cell and everything. And he's I mean, there's other ways to do it without trotting out the same guy every year. Yeah. You know? Um cuz yeah, was a couple, a couple years ago Undertaker and and, and Bra, Brock in the in the Hell in the Cell, which was a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. The one where they tore up the All ring. things considered, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but anyway, the match itself really slow. Really slow. Um, but they make it interesting by adding all the interference. But again, that didn't happen until, let's see, like yeah. thir- 14, 15 minutes a- into the match. And first of all, I shouldn't need all that. That shouldn't be something I need to worry about. For, uh, secondly, why were they out there? They couldn't get in the cell. He, well, you know, it's, well, that's a good point. So it made no sense for them to even be out there. And, and what I don't understand still, and they haven't really explained it. Like, I get why the shield's together. But, like, why, why is, like... Braun and you know and, and Ziggler because they just needed somebody to put together. It just doesn't you know. It doesn't fit. It's not a natural fit. If it, I don't even like Drew and and Dolph together, they don't seem like a natural fit to me. But it, like if you'd if you'd have made a stable and a grant, it's not the same show. But I'm just saying, I feel like there's a better fit here. If you'd have made a stable with guys like, and I for some reason in my head this works. Okay, led by somebody like Kevin Owens, right? With the Bar, with Drew McIntyre. With guys like that, I feel like I can buy that as a stable. I don't know why. It just fits better. Um, but for some reason, Dolph and Drew, there's just no real chemistry there between characters. Well, I, I think it's more of the kind of reestablished Drew because he hasn't been on. No, I get that. You know, but I just don't. And here's a guy that we know we have nothing else to do with. So we're Yeah, I mean, and I get that. But that to me, that never really benefits anybody when it's just a, pa- a pairing of convenience. And it's like, well, we have nothing for these guys. It usually doesn't help anybody in the long run because we're just going to keep them together until we have to split them up. We split them up and make somebody the baby face, and then they're going to be a star. Yeah, but that hasn't really worked for them a lot over the last decade or so. 
That's just, I mean, that's not really been a big thing for them. I mean, now it's worked for some teams, established teams and stuff, but not really these random pairings of people. No. I mean, nobody give a crap about Jason Jordan. We still don't. No, no. If, is he ever coming back? Nobody cares, but... Um, but not to step away from the match too much. Again, you got the shield coming out. You had Dolphin McIntyre coming out. And they brawled on top of the cage. They went crazy. The spot on the table. They fell off the side. Which, by the way, two years ago, Dolph or not Dolph, um, Seth and Dean did that exact same yeah. spot. I feel yeah. like where they, they fell off the side of the cage through the table. I was like, really? The same spot, guys? Not even a different table. Like that was okay. Um, and I mean that added a little bit of excitement. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I popped a little bit when I heard Lesnar's music because I was like, oh, what the hell? I didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah that was one thing. All the possibilities you and I talked about. Was right. Like something with the money in the bank, like Baron Corbin's going to come out and, and screw something up. Right. D- did he, like, he was, you know, not even a factor. No. So. Then Brock comes out. Heyman's demanding the key from the referee. Brock kicks the cage door in. And <laughs> this reaction was great, that. Oh, I know. Too easy. I, it was way too easy. Um, and that's, let's see, but that's part of my problem is – for the longest time, this happened to cage matches. Guys would come out and climb over, or they'd yeah. get inside, or they, you know, something. And it ruined the whole point of a cage match, which was to keep the other guys in and other people out. It was to settle it between these two guys, right? Hell in a Cell had to be developed to get us around that. But here's the funny part is, the very first Hell in a Cell had somebody come out and rip the door off and yeah. get involved. But but that's that was a monster cane. Yeah, but my point is, we've only had very few matches where it didn't continue to happen, where yeah. people didn't come out and get involved. Um, it's almost always involved, like has other people involved somehow. Yeah. Um, they he kicks you know he kicks the door and he gets in, beats the bejesus out of Braun and Brock, uh, Braun and Roman, and F fives both of them and leaves them laying there for a no contest. Now here's my thing: to Hell in a Cell, there's no disqualification, yeah. there's no counts, there's no nothing. Why'd the match stop? Yeah, exactly. Because you know what? You're I get up. it. You got Brock laying everybody out, but you're telling me that he couldn't have done. Give Brock, give, let Brock do a jerk move, like have him drag Roman over Braun, and then I'd have Heyman cut a promo later. And says, you know why he did that? Because he knows he can beat you. Yeah, you're just keeping the title warm for him. Yeah, I, I would have been fine with that. You know, you know what I mean. Even if Roman and people would have been, oh, oh, they pinned Braun. If Braun lost that <laughs> way, I would have been fine with that. Like if if he like slammed him and maybe did something with a cage door, right? You know, and then yeah. so, so and again, or or him could say something along the lines of like, um, you know what, you beat my client Brock Lesnar for that title. Okay, so my client Brock Lesnar is going to pry it out of your hands. Nobody else is going to do that. Brock Lesnar is going to do that. And that's how he can justify pulling reins on top of Strowman and giving him the win. Not because he's trying to help him, but because he wants to be the one to take that title off of Roman. Which I get now they said for the triple threat, which would make more sense now having Braun in there. But I guess, you know, Braun, because he didn't. His match never finished. So, you know. Yeah, which now it was, was a sour ending. It was a sour yeah, ending. And the, and the crowd. Oh, the crowd booed all over it. The video that they pooped all over yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Endings like, I'm, I'm mixed on that because it's like when people boo and get angry about things like that. Well, you're supposed to. No, yeah. nobody, nobody was supposed to be cheering at the end of that match. Like that's the point. So like, I'm mixed here because I get it that people don't like it, but at the same time, that also kind of means you got worked. Because we did. We did. you were supposed to be angry about that ending. Because because th- you match, wanted a decisive, decisive be, winner. Because uh, that's going to be the first time a Hell in a Cell match did not have a conclusive ending. This yeah. is like the 40th, 42nd Hell in a Cell I'm, match. You know, if you if you, you, gun to my head, I'm sure somebody in before has not had a conclusive ending. I don't know. Um, I'd have to go back and look at all the results. But, I'm not going to right now. This is, it's that That's the part that kind of irks me. Is that you know it's like like you said drag you know Roman on top of a uh, Braun or whatever or even Roman crawling over you know because I because I look at comments and people are like well you would have complained if Roman just beat Braun and uh, yeah obviously there would have been that complaint but if he just you know I would have been fine if he laid him over so Braun gets screwed Roman somehow you know keeps the title we have a finish and then maybe and then maybe after that you know the match ends and then Brock goes you know what I'm gonna give you more F fives. And then I'm going to yeah. that title. <laughs> I'm going to give you more FS. And then that way, you know, he stands tall at the end. Both guys are laid out. And um, not this, you know, well, these guys can't continue. Mick Foley got thrown off a cage, was stretched out, came back and wrestled. Right, right. And, and went through a cage. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, and they didn't stop the match. That That's a situation looking back at. It's like, yeah, you almost could have. But, you know, and here they stop it because of this. Come on. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So that's Hell in a Cell. Uh, overall, I enjoyed the show. Just didn't love the last match. Um, so, in all honesty, I'm going to be pretty. I'm going to be pretty generous to this one because I did enjoy the show, and I think up until that point, it was a good show. So, I think I'm going to give it a solid. Um, 
I think I'm gonna give it like an eight out of ten. Okay. I think it was a good show up until that last that, point. Yeah, so that last point. Because I'm, yeah. I'm about the same. And I'm not going to bring the whole show down for that one match. Yeah, I'm about eight, eight and a half. I mean, there's yeah. a couple things I, you know. A couple of things I would have done a little differently yeah. or I would have preferred or something like that. But overall, it was still an enjoyable show from start to finish. It's a lot for, you know, seven matches in four hours. Is yeah, but again, everybody got time to have a match. That is the one which thing. Which I liked. Because that's always the one thing where, you know, it's like, well, they didn't have time to develop that match. And. You know, yeah, I mean, it, I get it. You go out there and you have five minutes. What are you supposed to do? And, and, and you think of the era too, because with like Becky and Charlotte, and, and you know, Ron had a longer match. But now, like in this era, and which I like is that you know these good woman wrestlers have yeah. time to put on a match. It's not like well, they got six minutes. Uh, two of that is for your intro, and then um, you know you got to do this in the match. And then I mean, go. you look at it. Roman and Braun got about twenty-four minutes, roughly. Uh, Rousey and Alexa got around twelve, right? Um, Brian and uh, Miz and that whole tag match situation got about 13 minutes. Um, <clears throat> AJ and Joe went 19, roughly. Uh, you had, oh, the tag team title match, the Raw tag team title match. That one went almost 23 minutes. So that was almost as long as the main event. Which is, you know, for a tag title match, which I think is a great length. I mean, it's like yeah. NXT length. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair went 14 minutes. Wow. You know? And the main event, or not the main event, the opening match, Hardy and um, Orton, went uh, 25 minutes, so it actually went longer than the, the main event. <laughs> um, so, again, everybody got 10-plus minutes yeah. for their match at least. You know, I mean, the shortest match I think I said was 12 minutes. You know, so, I mean, everybody got time to tell a match, to tell yeah. a story with their match, which I liked. So, again, I prefer this style. Um, so, that's it. We really – I only see one email this week. Yeah. So, uh, that's okay. The rest of you just suck. Um, maybe I'll go into the previous week. Maybe, maybe, maybe there, well, there was a lot of great comments on the video, so I think that was. Yeah, probably. But hey, you should send us emails at espr.fm99.com. Well, the one guy did because I said, What you think of the show? He goes, I sent you an email. Yeah, and he did. You're right. And that's Corey, is that someone? So, Corey, you're the proud winner of nothing, um, our love and admiration. Um, he said, SmackDown tag team title match went, ended the way everyone thought it was going to. Wasn't surprised to see it on the pre show since it had the least build up. Good Fair point. enough. Yep. First four matches of the night were good. Completely saw Jeff doing something crazy to let Orton get the win. Did not expect Becky to get the title already, but I liked it, even though the finish was kind of screwy. I thought it was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Raw tag titles, hands down, the best match of the night. Really liked the finish to this one. Uh, WWE title match, I see what they were trying to do at the finish. It just didn't make sense to me why AJ would tap out when he was in the middle of getting a three-count win. Uh, good match, though. See, I'm okay with it because it's like you think you can hold out. You know, you think you think you can hold out, but you're it, seriously. You have to be in one of the scenarios where it's like you can't breathe, like it, like it, like have have somebody choke you, and literally every second feels like agony. And part of it's, too, it's, it's panic. Like, it's like okay, I know I'm on my back. You know, it, right? Are you 100 sure I'm pinning Joe? Like, right. I, I just can't get out of this. Right. That move, the way it's set up, lots of times you do kind of worry that like Joe's gonna pin himself. You have to buy it from that storyline sense. He's being choked out. He's not thinking necessarily about that he's it's there's panic setting and he can't breathe he's being choked you know what i mean so at some point he's just i have to breathe i have to breathe you know what i mean and so he taps out i mean it, it's just i mean it made more i, I felt like it was okay it yeah. didn't bother me um he said the mixed tag match was garbage i think it's a little rough i don't think it was garbage it was, um it was, it, it was there were some bad spots it was what it was supposed to be it but i thought great. it was entertaining it was it just moves the angle for further right and, and with a different right. way of doing it raw women's match was okay um i do a little better than okay i'd say it was pretty good a lot better the first match yeah absolutely and even though i didn't see the finish of the main event coming it didn't make any sense to me that neither man could continue when the only way to win is by pinfall submission that's what we said yeah. does this mean braun keeps his briefcase no apparently not no, no, no we got no kind of follow up yeah. like that on raw about it so what, what a crappy way to lose the briefcase <laughs> yeah i know it's almost uh, as bad as baron corbin uh, uh, or darren dimmy and sandow yeah unless unless you know uh, Corbin, you know, still is. Well, I have this. You know, I just keep. That'd be mind. interesting if that happened. Because he's still upset. Because here's something too that somebody pointed out that uh, okay, so so Braun, you know, turns in the briefcase a couple of weeks before the match. Yeah. The, the shield gets laid out, and he doesn't have the briefcase though. He can cash in at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Way to go. Way to go, dummy. You big dummy. Um, yeah, I wouldn't came to my king until I actually cashed it in that night. Yeah. That would be how I'd do it. Yeah, so that, yeah, they, they kind of just... Really, I'd do it however the storyline told me to do it, but... but they don't make them look smart. That's no, the whole they don't. Well, see, year. you know what? They are not great about that lately. They're not great about their, making their guys look smart. They leave t giant gaping holes in the logic of their storytelling sometimes. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, yeah, because Nicholas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, in any event, uh, moving right along, we, uh... 
I guess this week, uh, you know, NXT happened, 205 Live happened, um, the May Young Classic happened. Still in the first round this week, yep. Yep. Um, May Young Classic, worth it, go watch it. NXT, worth it, go watch it. Uh, I didn't see 205 Live, can't tell you whether it was worth it or not. Um, hit or miss some weeks, but, I mean, it's an hour. Yeah. You know, so I feel like you could get well, into that. that. But that's moving, right, because of the whole... I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah just, just while the tournament's going on, the mixing that. Oh, yeah, so 205 Live happened? No. I guess it didn't this week. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> know where it is then. It was a great show. It was great. Well, I said I didn't watch by, it, by so time, I don't know. By the time they hear this, though. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I'd, uh, I'd definitely watch uh, uh, May Young Classic and NXT. Those were both enjoyable shows. Um, so I guess that's it. Yeah. It's episode 67 in the bank. How about that? Episode 68 in next week. Um, we will, I guess, what's the next show? Oh, the Super Showdown thing? Uh, that's coming up. So it's when a is that? Showdown preview, preview show. Uh, is it Super Showdown? When is that? <laughs> That is coming up in October, and of course you got the the very hyped match uh, Triple H and uh, October sixth. So actually, yes, next week's show will probably be the preview. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, because wait, no, it won't. Wait, when's the well, hold on? When's the sixth? That's, that's in the middle of the week. That's not. That's not. What's the, the what's the sixth? Is that a Friday or something? No, because next week like it's gonna be like the twenty fifth through whatever. You're killing me, Dave. Hold on, I gotta look no, it up. No, no, it's two weeks away. I don't believe you. The sixth because the first is on a Tuesday. I don't trust Dave in his Friday. calendar in his head. Uh, um, you are correct. The sixth is a Saturday. It's two Saturdays away. Yeah. So, so it'll preview, preview. Yeah, Super Showdown preview, preview. But for some reason, the preview, preview episodes always do really well. I don't know why, because we don't really <laughs> get to preview the show. It's just no. a normal episode. But whatever. Hey, keep listening. <laughs> so uh, yeah, next week we'll get into the Super Showdown preview, preview. And uh, you know, what? I'm going to try and come up with some more ideas for something I want to do and punish Dave. I mean, you know, have something for us oh, to I'm do. Not, all right, that's, I'm not, I'm not going to be here next week then. Yeah, I know that part, but don't worry. <laughs> the punishment will come later. So in any event, uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, make sure you email us, ESPR at FM99.com. Again, you can find us uh, lots of different ways, Facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99, and, of course, uh, you know, go to FM99.com, 1069thefox.com, and you can find us right there under the media tab, ESPR. Again, if you listen on EA, uh, iTunes especially, give us a five-star rating and review. And please remember to uh, share, 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 and tell your friends. Uh, the more ears we get on us, the better, the more cool stuff we can do. So uh, until next week, remember to eat, sleep, podcast. I know it doesn't seem like something you know, that's necessary every week, but it is. And then, of course, repeat. <laughs> <laughs>